Hello and good morning, Catherine. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good morning. Man, congratulations to you and National Geographic Kids for doing it again. I, I've always loved watching young adults and the little ones just go through these books and just look at the pictures, study the stories, and learn something. I mean, you're so connected to that, that young imagination. Oh yeah, I, that is great to hear. I I um, I feel like a kid when I read these books because I'm learning so much and um, and uh, yeah, that's what we do it for to get kids really curious and excited about the world. You really do bring up a great point there because I mean, I mean, as an adult, I feel like a kid again. I mean, I I, I go through the books. I put my hands on those pages and sit there and try to envision everything that's taking place. For instance, like one of them being a pre prehistoric shark. What did one look like? I mean, I've you know we we've seen elephants out of that way, the mammoth and everything, but but a prehistoric shark. Yeah, I mean, uh, prehistoric sharks. There were a bunch of different ones. They've been around for a really, really long time. Um, there's the classic megalodon, which people love, and that looks a lot like uh, modern sharks, but it's absolutely gigantic, just super huge. Um, some prehistoric sharks look more like eels. They were really skinny and weird. Really? And there's one in the book that we have an illustration of, and it has a iron board looking top uh, fin. And, and isn't it fascinating how evolution has changed them? And it's one of those where it, it opens up your eyes, but at the same time, your heart is just filled with information that you can carry forward. Yeah, it is really, it's really cool. Um, there are so many different kinds of modern sharks. Um, the, we hear a lot about the great whites and the bull sharks and right. the tiger sharks, right. um, but there are just so many different ones. Well, how about the glow-in-the-dark shark? I've never even heard of this until I picked up the book. <laughs> yeah, there's a few sharks that glow, um, and one of them that's really cool, the Ninja Lantern Shark, um, which is just an awesome name, um, and it is exactly what it sounds like. The lantern shark, it, it like emits this light glow, so the ocean has uh, is, is a dim dim light, and so by glowing the shark actually blends in more with the water and so it's able to sneak up on its prey so it's called a ninja lantern shark it's sneaky and it glows so it's a really good name for the shark <laughs> the book that we're talking about is weird but true sharks they're so mysterious even today why is it or, or do we as humans make them mysterious because we love that mystique I think that's definitely part of it um, you know sharks have been really popular in movies they're they um we're afraid of them um they do live in the ocean so they live in a world that we're not really part of and that adds to the mystery um but uh also a lot of them uh even though we hear a lot about you know shark attacks at the beach and stuff a lot of sharks uh don't live near people we don't encounter them very often there's one called the greenland shark that lives in very 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 cold waters and um, these sharks can live to be over 200 years old oh some God. scientists um, estimate that they're 500 years old in fact um, which is really really long time for something to be on earth um, and they swim really really slowly and um, they're just very rare to encounter yeah that, that, that shark that can live up to 200 years old is it is it is it a loner shark in other words is it by itself because i i can't imagine being 200 years old and and having relationships with family members <laughs> i i i believe so i mean 
Um, this is a totally different way of existing on Earth than, than what people are used to. I mean, they don't become, you know, adult, like fully adults until they're 150 years old. What? So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, being the editor of Weird But True Sharks, that means that you're in control of the rhythm and flow of this. What was it like to do the layout for it? Yeah, so I work with designers and photo editors who work on the visuals with me, but you're right, a lot of it is, um, it's my job to decide kind of which facts go in the book and then to say, okay, that's not weird enough, or um, we need another fact about um, shark teeth and another fact about sharks in pop culture, things like that. So it's a, it's a balancing act. The book is a, a hodgepodge, so the idea is you open up to any page and you get a random fact that is just really, really exciting. Um, so I think of myself sometimes editing this book because I work with writers and researchers. It's like the weird police, and my job is partly just to say, I want a weirder fact. <laughs> um, I know you can get me something weirder. Um, so that's a lot of my experience of editing um, the weird, our Weird But True books. I would love to see the team and in, in the way that to see how you guys all work together. I just picture this gigantic office where everybody gets together for a board meeting and then you go out and do your individualisms and then and then everybody meets back in the middle and you put it all back together. Anything like that or is it am, am I just dreaming? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that. We have uh, some people who work uh, so we're in National, at National Geographic headquarters in Washington, D.C., and I have a lot of colleagues who work here, and then other people who work around the country, some people who work around the world, um, and we work together on a team. Uh, everybody who works at National Geographic Kids is the nicest person you've ever met. It's just a, it is a lovely uh, environment, and they're very smart as well. You were talking about uh, shark teeth. Well, what about the whale shark with teeth around its eyes? Whoa, whoa, I don't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite favorite facts. Um, yeah, whale sharks don't have eyelids, um, so what they have to protect their eyeballs while they're swimming is um, what's called dermal denticles, which is just tiny teeth um, that, that cover their eyes. Um, yeah, it's very, very weird uh, and kind of just like bizarre to look at images of. Um, this is a fact that uh, I had to fact check a bunch of times just because it was so weird that I didn't believe it was true, but it is. Speaking of shark eyes, they don't blink. What? Whoa, man, I, I can't imagine living life without blinking or even going to sleep with open eyes. Right. Um, yeah, so, so sharks, uh, all the different species of sharks have such different ways of doing things. Um, but yeah, they don't blink in the way humans do. Part of that is just because they live in the water and their eyes are moist because of that all the time. Um, but they do have different ways of protecting their eyes. So um, they can close their eyes some, some part of the way um, to protect them while they're eating or fighting another animal uh, or another shark. Um, some sharks have like a clear membrane over yeah. their eyes yeah. so they can see through their eyelids. And then some like the whale shark, they don't have um, eyelids at all. The great white shark has no eyelids in it. Um, it rolls its eyes into the back of its head Ooh. when it's like attacking something to protect it. So do sharks feel love or do, do they feel like that we don't need love? I'm just going to, you know, just take over the ocean. <laughs> I really cannot speak to <laughs> shark love. Um, 
I, I know that they have some, uh, they're, they're loners a lot of the time. They live alone, but there are some instances of them helping each other out and um, hunting together and, and some social behaviors. Now, personally, what have you learned that was an oh, wow moment where you just sat back in your chair and you went, oh, wow, wow. Um, uh, so this is, this is, like, everything in this book is weird, but, um, <laughs> uh, so sharks, um, so sharks, some sharks have, uh, eggs that hatch inside of their body. Ooh. So, like, the mother shark has baby sharks inside of her body, and those sharks sometimes will start fighting with each other inside of their mother's Ooh. body. So, <laughs> there's some baby sharks that fight each other <laughs> in, in the womb, um, <laughs> So they're really getting an early start wow. <laughs> being being top predators. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. All right. Uh, National Geographic Kids has always been very connected to the little ones, especially when it comes to the website. Where can they go to find out more about the book, about more about sharks, about you, everybody? Yeah, so you can find the book um, any anywhere books are sold, so online retailers and bookstores. Um, we've got the bright yellow border, bright yellow spine, so you can't miss the books. And you can also um, go to kids.nationalgeographic.com and learn about sharks and tons of other animals and watch videos and do all kinds of cool stuff. Absolutely. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. <laughs> I'd love to. Well, you'd be brilliant today, okay? All right. Thanks so much.